0: Listen to Delaware County today on Alexa. Just enable the skill. Then say Alexa, play WMUN. Now back to Steve Lindell. To be joined in seconds from State Rep. Sue Arrington, Democrat on the way to the State House or perhaps already at that job. Sue, where are you in transit to your work at the state legislature today?
1: I'm um, a have- Left the state house yet? I'm still at the, the place where I I stay when I'm down here.
0: Okay, very good, very good. In session and lots to do. We appreciate you talking to us, uh, Sue Arrington. Let's uh, let's talk about the session so far. We just passed the at the halfway point, I think. Uh, what has been, in your estimation, most encouraging so far?
1: Um. Well, I think uh, as far as legislation is concerned, there have been a couple that I think are really of interest to women. One of them uh, deals with uh, mammograms and breast density, that uh, it's going to um, make sure that women who have dense breasts are able to get the mammogram type that they need. And then the other one uh, has to do with uh, the long-lasting contraception that, uh, for women who are very low income, depend on Medicaid, uh, if they give birth and want to have a lark, they're called a long-lasting contraceptive, um, then they can get it right and they've given birth sorry or they can have it earlier too so it, it makes it more accessible uh for women uh who are low-income, to, to get something that's very effective.
0: Sue Arrington's my guest, uh, House 34. Uh, she is uh, in Indianapolis getting ready for another day of the legislative session, which just passed the halfway mark. Sue, uh, so far, what would you say might be one of the most frustrating parts of this session, to your uh, estimation? Oh,
1: well, hands down, it's seeing the... Uh wetlands bill passed and signed by the governor before we even got to the first half. And the wetlands bill would um, remove protections from some of our most, you know, important wetlands. Uh, they've been under attack in the legislature for the last uh, two years, and they, the the biggest uh, loss was uh, two years ago, and now um, back and we've lost. Some, we'll be losing more.
0: Why do you think that? Uh, why do you think that moved in that direction and ultimately was signed by Governor Holcomb?
1: Um, it it was. Uh, I guess you'd have to say it, it's the. Uh, builders who want to be able to build homes or other buildings in areas where there are wetlands. And so they need to drain them in order to do that. And so it's a, they see it as, you know, development, uh, but others like me see it as losing uh, something that's really important for flood control, um, Wetlands soak up a lot of water, and it's good for purification. It gets a lot of impurities out of the water that are soaked up, and it's also a habitat for um, a lot of animals and birds, some of them very on the endangered list.
0: Sue Arrington's my guest. WMUN Steve Lindell here on Delaware County Today uh state rep sue Arrington is kind enough to join us uh, every couple of weeks to give us an update as to what's going on uh during the uh, session and beyond recently i know there was a, a muncie delaware county league of women voters legislative update and i think on my notes uh, you are able to attend that one if i'm correct uh what kinds of things did you hear from constituents uh well
1: i, I was able to go and uh I heard of people who were concerned about education. Uh, there's a bill uh, about third grade reading and retaining children in the third grade who don't pass the I Learn test. Uh, they felt that was a long, long way to go. That we should be doing things earlier uh, to help children learn to read, uh, that we don't do enough as it is. Uh, there's another bill that hasn't passed. It passed the Senate, and now it's in the House. That's of great concern to uh, a lot of people, and that has to do with um, universities. So it, it would affect both uh, Ball State and Ivy Tech. Uh, one of the things that it does for both of those um in fact, all of the public universities, uh, schools of higher learning in Indiana, would be to change uh, a of the trustee positions that all states case right now. It's the governor who appoints all of our trustees, but he gets recommendations from the Alumni Association for free alumni uh Positions and this bill, if it passes, would take two of those appointments away from the governor and give one to the speaker of the house and the other one to the president pro tem of the senate. Uh, So it does the same thing for IU for Purdue. uh, Are you in favor of
0: uh, are you in favor of that move or opposed to that move?
1: I oppose it. Uh, And the reason
0: reason you oppose it?
1: Well, for one thing, I think our trustees, uh, the governor has appointed good trustees. And I believe that if it is the speaker and the president pro tem, it will introduce more politics into the mix. And I think we need to keep that out of our trustee appointments. All right.
0: State Uh, Rep. Sue Arrington. The other thing. Sorry, go ahead. Say that again. I didn't mean to would, interrupt.
1: It um, would end tenure as we know it at the universities. So professors that are on tenure, they would have to go before a five-year review of not just their performance, but what the main thing in this bill is whether they teach uh, diversity, inclusion, and equity of uh, so DEI, as they call it, are sort of like looking um, to see if that's in their curriculum and how much of it. And if they, if it is, they could be um, demoted, they could lose their tenure, they could be fired, they could lose you know, their salary, could be reduced. So it's quite a threat, I believe, to the universities, and what would happen is many of these professors are going to leave, especially, you know, like professors that do a lot of uh, research, they get a lot of important grants for their research. If they leave, money leaves Indiana, too.
0: Last two items I have, Sue Arrington, today, and we're having some audio trouble here at there are some dropouts and cutouts, so for our listeners, I apologize for that. But the, uh, the information you're sharing is is so valuable, I want to stick with the interview. Uh, recently, you, you sent out a press release from your office uh, titled uh, Arrington Calls on State Rep Jim Lucas to Apologize to Burris Students. The background of, of that uh, request, and did you ever hear of, of such an apology? Uh, there
1: was no apology. But uh, what happened was the Burris students, uh, they were students in in an organization called uh, Moms Demand Action. Uh, In their case, it's Students Demand Action, and they are supportive of better gun control legislation. So they came down to talk with their legislators, and they made an appointment with me, and they made an appointment with Scott Alexander because we're their two legislators. And we had a really good conversation uh, after they went to see me, they went to see Senator Alexander, and then they apparently um, got on a uh, an elevator with Representative Lucas and of course, they were wearing their T-shirts, and he knew what the, what they meant. And so they engaged in a conversation about guns. And he uh, wanted to uh, impress on them how people like him would wear a gun. And so they ended up getting off the elevator, and he opened up his jacket, flashed his gun at them. He didn't take it out of the holster. But they were pretty shocked. See it there, um, and frightened some of them. So uh, they that's they let us know what had happened, and uh, was you know went around uh, not just my press release, but they did an interview with media about their reaction to seeing a gun on a legislator at the state house.
0: Sue Arrington's my guest, WMUN. Last item here, direct mail piece uh, came to our house and many others, I assume, uh, about uh, the Energy Assistance Program currently taking applications. This is from a, a Sue Arrington official uh, a legislative piece. Can you tell people what that's for and how they can apply for such help in that regard?
1: Yes, that happens every year. And so I wanted to remind people that if they are having trouble Um, paying for their utilities, this is a a way they can get some help. So I don't have that piece right in front of me to give the phone number, but uh, it is something if if they call 211, they will be able to give them that information of how to get in touch to help with their Utilities.
0: Application deadline, folks, is May 20th, 5 p.m., and that phone number, Sue, is right in front of me, 765. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I I, I prepare for the interviews for this program, Sue. 765-288-8732. That's 288-8732. That's the Interlocal Community Action Program, (ICAP). Uh, and as Sue said, 211, there's also a big long uh, uh, URL too that I can't say on the radio because no one would get it written down. But uh, we might put that with our post on our uh, uh, replay of the audio of the interview for folks to click on when we get that up on our website later. Sue, thank you for your work, your time, and look forward to our next conversation, okay?
1: Okay. Thank our, you very much.
0: Absolutely. State Rep Sue Arrington, Democrat from. Uh, House District 34 as we continue with more in a moment on WMUN.